This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everyone. It's your iconic bestie, Achieng. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast, The Queen's Archives. Each week, we welcome a special guest right here into the Queen's quarters to laugh, shake some ass, drink some Prosecco, and get real besties, okay? Today's guest, honey, you are not ready, okay? The corporate business baddie of TikTok, dad to the cutest dog in the entire world, Harper, an incredible host and content creator, the face of Gen Z in the workforce, and the baddest bitch to ever walk this land. Welcome to the show, DeAndre Brown. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so glad to be I, here. I'm so pumped. Like, I just feel like a sense of eliteness just like washed over me as soon as you said hi. I'm so glad you're here, my babes. You're literally the definition of elite. So we are just in sync when it comes to that. We're in sync with everything. And I'm just really excited to, to be sitting here talking to you. Period, sweetie. You know, I did a little sprinkle, sprinkle of the <laughs> intro, but let the girls know in the Queen's archives who you really are. Like, who is DeAndre, baby? You pretty much hit it on the end. My name is DeAndre Brown, also known as the corporate slash business baddie. And I am a content creator, entrepreneur, consultant. I do a lot of things. Um, and I just love, you know, utilizing my platform to shed light on Gen Z in the workforce, but not only just shed light on Gen Z in the workforce, but also show an elite lifestyle and how you can live an elite lifestyle too. And, you know, that's why I'm like inspired by other elite lifestyles. And here I am. Well, sweetie, so the way I found out about you was on TikTok. Like I used to see, this was like, when did you start again? Was this like two years ago or a year ago? I started uh, a little bit over a year ago. And look at you now, Lord. Look, look, won't he do it? Look at the. He will do it every time. Every time, but I found you on TikTok doing the funniest, funniest videos. And I think the very first one I saw of you was the one with the tambourine. Ah! <laughs> do you remember <laughs> what was it again? Because I sang that song for so. Um, oh, long. don't let my class fool you. I love a good hood. Don't jam. you love a good hood jam? Yes, that's when I found you, and I was like, listen, I'm absolutely obsessed, and I think that's when you like really started to blow up and like mm. you had already been doing content, but I think people were like, yo, I'm obsessed with your energy. So what got you to like start doing TikTok um, from going from whatever you were doing before, which I'd love to know what that is to now you like inspiring people on TikTok and, and posting about just the best way to move through corporate America. Yeah, like, so I was working in corporate America. I was at City Group and I was working at just graduated college and I was based out of Dallas. I didn't have any friends. I didn't know anybody like in Dallas. So I really tried to go out and just have a good time. And I just never really could find my crowd and find my people, to be very honest. So I just started making videos. I was bored, nothing to do. So I started creating content on, on TikTok. Um, and then as I was creating content, I started to start to develop meaning behind what I wanted to really talk about as I was like trying to, 
I'll be honest, I wasn't even trying to build a brand at first. It was just, I was just doing it because I just genuinely enjoyed it. But then I really wanted to focus on corporate because I really think that it was just a, a opportunity there to truly just give back and help people navigate corporate America. Like I was new there. There's a lot of people who are in college. There's a lot of people who are in high school even, and maybe even younger that are interested in these careers within corporate America. So I just really wanted to make sure that, you know, they were able to see my videos, make it comical, get a laugh, but also get education at the same time. So that's kind of how I just stumbled into that. Um, and I, like, I just started having so much fun where, and I started to build a community online because I didn't really have community in Dallas where I was living. And because of that, I just started posting everything. It, it started with just the corporate videos and then all of a sudden, it went to, you know, the tambourine and then Harper got jumped in the mix. And then I did a car talk and it just kept elevating from there. And wow, I'm like, you're making me relive the moments all over again. And it's like, so it's so wonderful. Like when you just sit back and think about it, it's like, wow. Yeah. Like, did you think this is what she would be doing? Like you were in corporate, you know, you were a corporate now business baddie and like, did you think this is where social media would have taken you or this could be in any part of your life, like what you would be doing? Um, I didn't foresee it happening, but I'm not, I wasn't surprised that it happened. Um, people used to always tell me like when I was younger and growing up, like, oh, you just have so much energy. Like you're, you're so good for like camera and things like that. Um, and I wanted to be a, TV personality. That was my original dream as a child. Um, before that was crushed, smithereens. But <laughs> <Not> crushed, <girl. laughs> No, it was crushed, child. When I tell you crushed, anyways, that's a whole nother story for a whole. Maybe I need to do a book or something to tell that one. But uh, no, but after that is literally like you know I just didn't see this happening, and I did not see this happening so soon as well. Um, but of course, like I always say this, I'm so blessed and honored to have this platform and that I was able to really touch on a topic, like specifically to Gen Z and the workforce videos, because I didn't even realize at the time when I was making them, I was just doing it because I was a Gen Z and in the workforce, not realizing that there was a huge, larger conversation about this going on in the workforce and how like the different generations don't know how to co-mingle and work. So Yeah. It was um, a shock, but I'm sure like that's that's how it is. And I mean, for even you too, like it's just. I know it was so quick, but like, babe, I like missed, like I, I hopped over corporate America. It was, I was so close to sliding into it. And I feel like if I went like straight from grad school to corporate, I don't know if I would have actually like fully taken social media seriously. Mm. But like, I just feel like the way you've been able to like really incorporate it into your life and into your content, like it is so accurate. Like you just have to let, just let me know who hurt you. Who hurt you in corporate <laughs> America, baby? Let me know right now. I'm going to fight him. Yo, what happened? I just, I won't even say it was a particular person that hurt me. It was just, it's called an ick. You know, when like people are doing things, you're just like, no, like I'm not living for that. <laughs> like it just doesn't, it was just, I just had all these icks. And I think like my biggest icks in corporate America were really like, this is even, I think this is weird. And I don't even know if you consider this an ick, but I used to hate like how, even when you're trying to make genuine relationships and meet people and start friendships, you know, whatever, 
everyone, all they do is talk about work. It's work, 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 work. And it's not even, and I'm not even talking it from a place of people that work with me in corporate, but like when you meet other young professionals, I don't know, maybe I'm, this is what I'm saying. It could be Dallas. The, the, the water <laughs> could be different over in Dallas, but everybody that's all they talk about is work. Like you could, I'll ask, how have you been? Oh yeah, work has been good. No, but how have you been, darling? You been. <laughs> Tell me about you, you honey. And then like, just like, I don't want to know. I know. I understand that. Like, I think I have quite a few friends in corporate right now. And when I ask them, like, girl, how are you? Like, girl, work is so crazy. I didn't ask you about work. I asked ask about you, you about how you doing. Tell me about that date you went to. Okay, right. Tell me, you know, tell me how the trip went. Tell me how you're feeling. I'm not good. Like, I understand that. Yes. Though. And I feel like that just has a lot to do with that corporate culture where people are just like, like work just becomes your life. And I think that we're just a, not a lot of Gen Z's, but a lot of older generations are just brainwashed to just follow this. Oh, work, 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 work um, vibe. And I wasn't here for that, girl. I'm going to be very honest. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Even just like the way you carry yourself and the way you live your life, it's like beyond... An office or beyond sitting in front of a of a computer from nine to five, like that's just not your vibe. Like you are elite. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I don't. I hope the girls understand that. Which I would love for you to like explain. Like when you mean like elite, like what is the vibe? What am I looking for? What am I giving? I'm glad you asked that question because I feel like it's just been misconstrued and people think like I'm. When I say elite, it's coming from like an elitist place. And it's not that at all. Mm. And I even have made videos where I'm like, be elite, not elitist. So I think elite for me is all about self-confidence and knowing your worth and standing up for yourself. like, And just doing the things that you would think is best for you to do. So it's really just living your best life. So if you want to go put on an outfit and you want to go stunt and just, you know, go outside and... That's elite. Like, that's elite. Like, girl, I'm getting dressed to go out. I'm elite, you know? And that's just how I look at elite. You even have elite drinks, you know? So when you're going out and you want to up it a little, you want something a little more, with a little more, mm, we're not going to mm-hmm. get the vodka tonic. We're going to get the espresso Not- martini. You're already going to get... Listen, <laughs> I love it. You got me on espresso martinis. I was like... There has to be something about it. And, like, I feel like it really elevates the drinking experience. No, it does. It really... I, I, it's just something about it. And I'll be honest, when you get an espresso martini, 
I don't get it as much now, but when I used to order espresso martinis, so many people be like, oh, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? And it just, you know, it's how you start a conversation. I don't know. You made me the man. Like, oh, what are you drinking? He may want to buy you one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just what it And that's just what espresso martinis always, it just became my specialty. And, you know, because it has caffeine in it, it keeps you up. So, like, I know that you know, we like to party. We like to be outside. And sometimes I'm tired, okay? So I need an up drink. I need something upbeat. And the special martini does that for you. But girl, you can't do too much because then it won't be too elite because, girl, you'll start no. that bowel movement. I'm sorry. Wait, no, it, it, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't. I have to do one and then switch yes. to bubbly. Like, I'm a bubbly girl. You are. If I do, like, two, three... First of all, the the class has left the building. Okay, <laughs> whatever I came with into that space has left the building as soon as I'm sipping a second espresso martini. And also, Yo, girl, I'm coffee—it's literally coffee. Oh my! You know? Like, but... like literally that espresso martini after like the third one, I feel like I just took a fiber pill. Like I, because it's just, <laughs> it's just awesome. <laughs> like oh my god. But yeah, we got really lit yesterday. I got really lit. Um, Yanja and I went too. to a fun event, and it wasn't espresso martinis, but there were elite drinks. But we got a little Litiana, and I just was experiencing you last night and just seeing the way you move through like spaces with so much confidence. Mm. Like, it's just you just kind of like command a space and like. When I don't know how to ask you, but what does like confidence mean to you, or like do you feel like a confident person, or what does that look for you right now as a creator, as as someone who has a pretty public facing life? Like, what does that look like? That's actually like so crazy. You 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 notice that because I like from my perspective, I don't see it. Like I feel like I still like, and I'll even give you your props, like. There's things that you do, like, when we're out that I literally, like, love. And it's, like, like I want to get to that place. And that's um, when you, when we go out and you just talk to everybody, girl. Don't know who nobody <laughs> is. You just start conversation. <laughs> and I'm, like, a person where if you speak to me, I'll communicate. But I think that when it comes to me communicating first, I'm I'm always scared. And I think... That's where I like confidence. It's like I'm confident in who I am, but I also, I'm very confident in who I am as a person. It took me a while to get to that place. But I think that I lack it when it comes to um, rejection. Like with some, there's like a blur line there. And I feel like I, I would be scared to go up to somebody and they're like, yeah, girl, um, why are you speaking to me? Like, I would actually... Oh, my God. I would, like, poop my pants. Like, I would, like, literally, like, pee on myself and, like, run away. And, yeah. But what does confidence mean to me? I think it really just ties into, like, what I was even saying about the whole idea of being elite. Like, it's just all about that self-confidence and just knowing your worth and knowing that you're the prize. I feel like society always tries to paint a picture of what a perfect person looks like and especially with even with social media, people are always trying to paint pictures of a perfect person. But it's like, who are you? Like, who you are is what makes you, you. And that's how I think you find your confidence in you is just knowing, being more clear with who you are as a I person. I love that. 
and not trying to model or be a replica of what else you see around you. Because then you'll not be confident because you'll always be trying to live up to a standard that you cannot fulfill because that is not you. Um, Very true. And like, do you feel like you've always been confident? No, I haven't. Um, I think just with my sexuality specifically, like just being a gay male has always been harder, especially when I was younger and going to Catholic school and feeling like I needed to hide myself. But I'll be honest, once I came out, I think that me coming out like was like... When I came out, it was like a F you to everybody. It's like, I'm living for me. I'm doing something for me. So at that point, it's like, I really no longer care about anybody else, what everybody, you know, what people are doing, what people think, because I've already come out. So why would I continue to hide aspects of myself and not live my full life? That was just, I think my hardest hurdle. And I think, I know it's different for everyone, but my hardest hurdle was really just the getting out. And after that, my confidence just flowed because I was, you're confident when you're clear in who you are. I think that's just like important, especially for just people who might be going through the same thing and feeling like it's kind of just hard to move through a space when you're not fully yourself. Yes. It's hard to to be present. It's hard to connect with people. It's hard to do your work. It's, you know, and like what got to you to a point where you're like, I need to live for my stuff. Like I'm over this. I'm doing this for me. Like. What was that wake-up call? I'm sure you can relate to this as well. I feel like we've even talked, like, not about that specifically, but we have conversations around that, like, to we don't want to look back and be like, yo, we didn't do this, or I could have done this, or if I did this, I would have been able to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't want to look back and say what I could have done. I want to do what I want to do. And that's that goes for for everything in my life, even like with relationships, friendships, dating, all of that. It's like, I just don't want to ever look back and say, oh man, I should have done this. I should have done that. I want to do it. I feel that. I'm like, I think about this a lot and I have been thinking about it a lot more recently. It's like, just what if you just decided like for one day, for one week, for one year, for one hour, to just do everything for yourself. Like, mm. imagine how your life would be. Imagine how vibrant and bright and happy you would be. It's it's hard to yeah. choose yourself every day and, and to live for you and to do everything for your best interest. It's hard to do that. But if you just decided to intentionally do that, like, yo, I could I could be Beyonce. Period. You know what I mean? Like, and I say this all the time, your mind is like truly like the greatest thing. It like, it can be great and bad. And I always try to use my mind um, to be great. And you even, you even like spoke wisdom into me the other day when we were having having a conversation just about like, you know, get out your head, keep doing your thing. Like you're killing, you know what I mean? And I think that having people like you and like other people that in your corner that do support you and motivate you does help you to, you know, continue to do what it is that you know that you are called to do. And it makes it not seem so hard and out of the ordinary and not possible. Um, yeah, I just had to throw that in there. But I do want, can I ask you a question? Is that weird if I ask you a question? No, no, ask me. What's I'm what's actually, good, baby? I've been to, I'm glad you brought up that whole confidence thing because I've actually been wanting to ask you this for a minute. How do you do that? Like, how do you just talk to everybody? <laughs> no, 
Like, it's actually insane. Like, in a good way, insane. But it's like, mm-hmm. like, how do you do that? Like, how are you so confident to just speak to everyone? Because when we were out the other day, you literally were just got. Uh, uh, so, so listen, y'all. Somebody had got married. And she just went over there and started <laughs> speaking to them. And their whole family was there. I'm like, yo, this is insane. <laughs> and then you were in a bathroom for, like, ever. And you come back out the bathroom and you're like, have a whole best friend now. And I'm like, you know, I just can't. I'm like, how is this, how is this possible? I'm done. I think it took a really long time for me to get there. I, I was always in my head, you know, like thinking like, is this person going to be like, why the frick are you talking to me? Like, girl, get on my face. Right. But the thing is that I'm just so fascinated by people. And, and I really constantly want to connect with people. I just like... You know, I, I already have so many thoughts in my head every day. I'm like, I just can't sit because I'll go nuts. Yeah. I'll go nuts. Like, I just have to connect with people. I want to talk to people. And I think sometimes people are like, girl, stop. We got to go. Okay? You can't talk to everybody. And that is something I had to learn, especially, like, when I started getting noticed. I would sit there and talk to this person. Mm. And this person just wanted, wanted a picture. I was like, girl, tell me about your family. How are they? What's going on? Yeah. And my team was like, you have to do... Just the bare minimum. You have to say your name. Well, anyway, you have to ask them their name. Ask if they want a picture. If they want a picture, be like, cute, enjoy your day and leave. But I just love connecting with people. And I think um, people, it's human nature to want to do that. And other people want it too. So you should get out of your head and stop thinking like, oh my God, they didn't want to talk to me. You are so freaking fantastic, girl. Like, I remember when we went out and was it Dallas or Houston? Dallas. Like, we couldn't go like three steps without somebody stopping down. Like, oh my God. And like literally the whole night, I was like, there you go. You were doing it anyway, honey. Yeah. But that's different because it's like, they know me. So it's like, I can speak to <laughs> people. You know what I mean? Like if, if you know, if you know me, like, yeah, I'll talk to you. But it's the, just the, you know, people that are just out. But oh, <laughs> I get that. Yeah. I get that. We're going to have to go out more. And then I'm going yeah, to yeah. have to... Um, to to put you on the on the maybe we have to play like on the, on the chopping board maybe we have to play like a game where it's like truth or, well I I dare well not even truth or dare just dare I dare you to go over there and just start a conversation with that random stranger that's sitting across the bar period we're doing that this weekend <laughs> we're outside <laughs> you started it we're doing it we're doing it and babes you had mentioned something earlier about like just the importance of having people in your corner and what Mm. that means for you and i think with having a platform not everybody is like rooting for us and not everybody is like wanting the best for us and i feel like for me it's been hard sometimes to like accept that not everybody me you know yeah and like it's all these strangers who have something to say about your life about how you live about what you do about what you're saying and like i just want to know what that's been like for you you have two pretty big platforms you're you're very visible like how has that been for you for like those times when like not everybody's in your corner i think that's been my hardest part with all of this being very like transparent um well i've kind of like also I don't say I've taken a hiatus, but I've just been like less on it as I used to be. And it's just because I'm learning how to deal with it now, but I feel like for me, it was just hard because I come from a place and I operate out of this place where my entire life, like 
not even joking, my entire life, everyone loved me. I was always loved by everyone. Like, and then I get on social media and it's the same. I'm loved by everybody on social media too. And it's just like, wow, okay, this is phenomenal. So then as you grow and, you know, you start making huge life moves, that's when the haters like started to, for me at least, that's when they started to come out. And it's like, you know, and it was hard for me because I had gone into this expecting hate comments like about being gay and stuff because, you know, there's just trolls that say stuff about that all the time. But I wasn't expecting my platform to be like twisted and made into something that it never was meant to be. And I think that was the hardest thing for me, um, like with the whole elite thing. And people are like, he's elitist um, and just all of this stuff. And that was the hardest part for me. And it was another, like just the whole, it's not, you're unrelatable, that whole vibe. Um, That was hard for me, I'll be honest. But I think the way I've dealt with it and how like I'm now moving forward and moving past it is that I just realized people just need something to talk about. Honestly, no, really, it's it's sad, but people just need something to talk about. And I see that right. a lot, especially on TikTok and Twitter the most. There's always a new victim every week. It's someone new every week. It's like, mm-hmm. and I've just realized that I start to look at these people as not real people. Like, I honestly just look at them as people that are trying to roadblock you from your success and what is destined for you. And that's just how I like view it now. So I kind of really just shut it off. And I don't care. Like, people are like, oh, it's you're unrelatable. And it's like, my life is relatable to people that aspire for more and want greater for their life. So if you can't relate to that, then my content is not for you. And that's just kind of where I'm at with (laughs) when it comes to dealing with online hate and stuff. I just can't keep giving it energy. And I'm sure, like, you deal with it too, I'm sure. And it's like, I don't know. Everyone processes it different. But the more energy you give it, the more in your head you become. I've experienced that too. And like, for me, it's just from like trolls who are like, you're promoting obesity and you're telling women this and you'll never find a husband and the women who support you will never find love and like, just like crazy things and like threats. I'm like, I like, I had to like justify myself to these people and be like, no, that's not who I am. That's not what my brand is. But I'm like, why am I doing that? And I think the more, yeah, like you said, like the more I gave it energy, the more it consumed me because I'd be too afraid to post. I'd be too afraid to talk. I'd be too afraid to go to an event or whatever. But I was like, these people are going to say these crazy things and live their lives, right? Regardless of whether it affects me positively or negatively, they're going to live their lives. So I think it gets to a point where you decide, like, you just have to block it off. You just have to decide, like, you're all projecting onto my platform has everything to do with you and nothing to do with me. And I cannot control how you, what you think about me. So we move and life continues. Yeah, it does. And like my mom always says, she's like, look, this is what you wanted. You have to have tough skin for it. And yeah, my skin is getting tougher every time. So. (laughs) But you're out here doing it and killing it, purr. Period. But I know that you talked a little bit about dating, honey. (laughs) Like, um, you're in LA now. Yeah, I am in LA. And what is dating like in LA? Tell the girls, like the girls who want to move to LA, where can we find our husbands? Okay, I'll be- Where are you finding your husband? Well, okay. I'm going to do my dating, how it was for me, and then I'll do how it was, 
how like it is for everyone else that's around me. Um, okay, for me, I moved to LA. Um, I went on a date and I mean, and now I'm in a relationship with the person I went on a date with literally the first time I moved to LA. So for me, it's just kind of just, I don't know. I guess I got lucky. Do you like him a lot? Yes, I love him. It's my man. <laughs> Not you my, love my him. My man, my man, my man. <laughs> My man, my man, my man, my man, my man. I love it. Yeah, but I mean, but for a lot of my friends, and even like my friends that lived in LA before I moved, they all said dating here is trash. The the water is contaminated. Don't do it. (laughs) Everyone is just trying to use you and all this, blah, blah. I heard all of that. And I hate to say it from my, like from my friends, and it's not shade, love all my girls down, but from their experiences and like what they be telling me, it's really like bad. Like I would be scared to not be in a relationship and live in LA. I actually would be terrified <laughs> because no. I'd be like, oh my gosh, like this is just insanity. I don't know. I've been on a few dates when I've been in LA and they've not gone anywhere clearly because <laughs> we're still in the market. But um, how did you meet your man? But like on a site, like you bumped into him at Trader Joe's. Like what happened? Ooh, like, wouldn't that be so cute? Wouldn't that be so cute? That would have been. I think I'm actually so gonna cute. just start lying and telling people that's what happened. <laughs> that was the story. Yeah, I was just walking Harper and Trader Joe's and oh, ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh, marry me. Marry me. Um, no, I love it. <laughs> no, um, we actually. I feel like this is so cliche because, I mean, everyone does it these days. We actually met on IG. Like, he just DM'd what? me. Like, he DM'd me. I just don't think that's real life. I don't believe people on the internet are real. Like, what do you mean he DM'd you and now you're dating? That's crazy. Yeah, he DM'd me. He's just like, yeah, I love your content. If you're ever in LA anytime soon, um, we should, like, like get together. No, God. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have to that Y'all, people will try to stretch things. Literally, get together. Like, go on a date, girl. And usually, when people, like, DM me on social media, and I'm sure you get it, too. Like, you know, I mean, we just get a lot of DMs from, like, men because we're bad bitches. Um, Anyways. Period. um, But um, when he did it, I was just, like, it was different because it was actually, like, a plan. And that's not usually how it goes when I'm, like, when people are reaching out, it's just, they're trying to have small talk. I don't like small talk. Are we going out or not? Period. Like, we could talk over dinner. We don't need to text I know. Day. I can't do that. Like, if you want customer service, you have to go somewhere else. I'm not here to talk to you for two weeks straight. Take me on a date See, right now. And that'd be me. Like, I'm not texting you for two weeks. It's just not happening. You get a day out of me, and it's going to be very inconsistent after a day. If we don't have a plan for a date after that first text, after that first day of texting, I just for, don't foresee you planning on taking me out. So I'm just going to move on. And for you, for him to just come in my DMs and was like, yeah, like we're going out next time you're in L.A. Ooh. <laughs> I <live>. So as <laughs> soon as I got I there, we, were, we went out. Yep. And it's been history since. So hopefully we'll we'll see a sighting. I want. Would you do a soft launch? Would you give us like a little a little ear, a pinky finger, a sneaker? Like what would you give us? Or would you just hard launch? We're married. I don't know. I, it's so hard because 
I think as a creator, it's hard to not show aspects of your life. Like I'm with him all basically all the time. And it's like, I'm making videos and like I'm in his place and stuff like that. And it's just, it's just difficult. Cause it's like, I'll give you an example. I was filming a vlog last week and he was in a shower. You could hear him singing. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> now I can't use any of this footage. <laughs> and then he has a platform too. So it's like, but people know. People know. Um, it's like a more if you know, you know type vibe. But people know because people see us out in public together. Like, it's not a secret, but it's just, I don't know. I'm just kind of going with the wind fabulous. Like, it's, if it just happens, it happens. If it doesn't, you know. I can't stand you for saying <laughs> gone with the wind fabulous. But y'all, I'm not going to front and act like I don't know. I've seen this man. He's so cute yeah, and nice I'm like, and girl. handsome. <laughs> I know him. I wanted some tea. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted some tea. (laughs) You're a (laughs) man. I love it. I love it. Ah, girl. But so if you could um, just give us a sneak peek into what the next few months are going to look like for you. Like, it's the summer. The girls are outside. It's giving titties out, shoulders out, (laughs) legs out. Like... So, like, what should we expect from you? I really want to know so, like, we can be with you throughout the whole journey. Yeah, so I'm working on some really fun and exciting projects uh, that I can't speak too much on at the moment. So stay tuned for those. But in the meantime, I'm really working on another thing that I'm working on that I can talk about, that I can't talk about, is my consultancy agency, Gen XL. Um, Yeah, we're a little bit behind on the launch date. But it is coming very soon. What? Super excited about it. Yeah, like I'm really excited because I think that's a good next step for me because I love business. I love corporate. I love professionalism. That is literally my life. Um, And I think this is a great way to, A, give back to the people who have supported me and helped me get to the place I am today. But also to continue to like, you know, continue to help others make these changes within corporations. And, you know, I feel like influencing is huge nowadays, helping people who aspire to be content creators and even helping corporations from a business side of things. Like, how can we retain generations in the workforce? Like, how do we keep them? And I think that's just my biggest next step that I'm really excited for, um, as well as my other projects that I'm working on. So... Just stay in contact with me, babes. And yes, <laughs> No, that is so exciting. Like, what advice would you give to someone who wants to do something like that? Wants to start a business? Wants to step out of, of their own comfort zone? Because wait, Jandra, you're like what? 24? 23? 20, I'll be 24 next week. Oh, period. No, I'm 23. Period, but you're just a small little baby to me. A okay? small baby. <laughs> you're a small little baby, but like you are out here doing things that people have accomplished like in their 60s. You know, like what advice would you give to somebody who wants to step out and, you know, sort of be in a space that you're in right now or just like start a business, start TikToks, whatever? Like, what advice would you give to someone? Um, my biggest advice is to not listen to anybody and just do it. Because the thing is, people always get in their, what happens is people get in their heads about things a lot. 
oh, I don't want to be perceived this way. I'm afraid to post this. This is cringy. And it's like, I think that it's important that we just act because I feel like I personally believe that if something is in your head and it's something that you in your head can imagine and you can see it and you see a, a you see a vision with it, that you should really nurture that and really act on it because in society, people are always going to tell you what they think you should do. Oh, I think you should do this. Oh, I think you should do that. But only you know what it is that you are meant to do. And when you do the thing that you are passionate about and that you're meant to do and that you were put on this earth to do, that's when you will see like success beyond no other. You know what I mean? Suddenly everyone that doubted you will be your biggest supporter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just really have to just do. I hate to like, really like Nike said, just do it, girl. Well, she didn't say girl, but just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Hashtag sponsor. Please sponsor DeAndre. Thank you so much. Nike. Period. Love you guys. Mwah. Period. Um, you talked a little bit about um, just not really caring about what people do, like people say or their opinions. Like, have you been able to set like pretty strong boundaries in your life, especially now? Like, I think people feel like they just have access to you because you're like on social media and if they see you and all these things, whether it's friends, whether it's family, whether it's just your community, like, have you been able to set good boundaries? Yeah, I think that it's harder to set boundaries when you're doing things for yourself than it is with a corporation. I've realized from like my experience, like currently being an entrepreneur, it's harder to set boundaries because I think that as an entrepreneur, you have to get stuff done. You have to get shit done. You have to work. Things don't happen unless you're working towards it and you're doing the work. So I think that it's harder to set boundaries is because like I'll just be on my phone all day and I'll be like, okay, let me respond to this email. Let me respond to this text. And I'm trying to get better at that because we still have to take time for us because outside of my work and outside of my art, I am still a human being and I have to make sure that I am putting me first. And that's what I've really been working on a lot more recently. So there's days where I just don't respond to emails. I don't look at emails. Um, I want to be like you and just do like a three month hiatus, girl. But girl, I need some, you can do it. I need some you money, can. girl. I need some. <laughs> 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 Let me hold something, child. Oh, no, you know, I got you. On my next hiatus, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing you so that I'm saying, yeah, he's he's coming as support. I period. That's what, period. Put him on the salary. Put him on, on the roster. Yeah. Give him that money. As in, honey, okay, so I want to do a quick mental health check-in. What's mm-hmm. the mental health giving now? Are you taking care of yourself? Are we going to the therapist? Are we um, walking outside? Are we working out? I know you're working out with your fitness, girl. We, we, we've been yeah. seeing Okay, okay. <laughs> Mental health check-in point, how are you? Yeah, I've really been um, doing so much better mentally recently. Um, Just healing a lot of childhood traumas. I've been in therapy a lot recently. Um, Came to New York. um, Like, I'm literally spending an entire summer in New York. And I've, you know, just been going for, for walks and long walks, girl. Like, girl, long walks. I had to pick up Harper when we were walking so long. Look, look, I gotta say this real quick. I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've been walking this song. So I stumbled into Cartier to um 
<laughs> don't you stumble into Cartier buy to buy um, but yes to buy something I, I I like the little necklace so I bought this little love necklace so then after that I just started walking and keep in mind Cartier is on Fifth Avenue so I was just walking and I was on the phone um you know just talking to random people on the street all of that I look up and I was in Soho it girl was like, it that's was, it was like an hour and 50 minute walk. And the only reason I even looked up and realized I was in, well, I was, the only reason I even realized I was in Soho was because Harper literally laid down. She said, look, girl, I did two hours of this. I'm taking a nap, sister. So I had to pick her up and I'm like, where are we? And I'm like, oh, oh my God, we've been walking for like two hours. LOL. Not Harper was fighting for her life. Yeah, she said, look. look. This was cute, girl, but all right. But we're done. We're done. You're taking the walks. You're in therapy. Yeah. So I'm just really, you know, I'm really just, I think I'm living in a a season for me. Um, I'm in like, I'm in, I'm always in me season, but this season is very personal for me because I feel like I always do things for others, which isn't a bad thing. And I love doing for others. I think that's actually my life, my goal, which is, is to like help others. That's what I was put on this earth for. But I realized that I neglect myself a lot and I for other people. So I'm really just working on me right now. So, yeah. Period. It's giving me season. It's giving me, it girl uh, season. It's giving, it's all about me. And it's personal. Heavy on the personal. I love very it. Very personal. I love it. Well, I'm going to invite you into one of my favorite segments of the podcast. It's called The Queen's Quarters. Okay. Um, (laughs) I just made that right now. That needs to be like at the beginning of my podcast. But I'm going to do a rapid fire. Um, It's a game time. It's a fun time. Okay. You can elaborate on it. I love when, when, when guests elaborate on how they feel. But... You tell me in, out, yes, no, vibes, not vibing, cunt, not cunty. Ready? Yes. Zoom meetings. Ye- yes. But I have to I have to ask something. Yes with okay, no I camera. <laughs> <laughs> Camera's off. Camera's off, please. Thank you. I I always felt so much pressure to have my camera on, even though I was like doing so many things behind me. But like, yes, yes, I feel down. Um, wearing clothes that have like logos, brands on them, like designer, designer. No, no. If it's too flashy, no. I, I'm I'm so over flashy, flashy, flashy clothes when it's like, oh my gosh, they have. I hate it. It's like the jumpsuits when it's like logo, 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 logo. Like, girl, we get it. Like, oh my gosh, we get it. Something cute, like just something like on the boob area or on the back, but like. All over, girl, we get it. So no. Girl, we get it. It's Gucci. So you said giving quiet luxury, but also like I'm not, I don't really love like like quiet luxury like that. Like, bitches, I want y'all to know I'm freaking carrying this Kelly. You know, like but, I put my Badissi into but, it. But it's also, I know I'm so irritated that I still don't have one. Oh, anyways, but it's <laughs> also like those are statements. Like they're statements, but they're not True. loud. Like it's Birkins, Kelly's, Hermes. All of that stuff, it, it really gives me if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, you really don't know 
depending on what you get, girl. But you know, most of the time it's just, and I think that I like I like more stuff that like if you know, you know. Like this just looks like a hood, like a well, you can't see, y'all can't see it, but this looks like a sweater, right? Just a plain sweater. I could have got it from Zara, HM, doesn't matter. It's Dries Van Noten. Like it's like you would never know that. Period. Y'all heard about that? Y'all know how to spell that? <laughs> Please. Per. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm just in my, if you know, you know, honestly. That's just me. Okay. Love that. Um, okay. Um, giving two-week notice. No. You just leave? I really want two-week notices to be banned from society so bad. Because when you get fired, they don't give you a two-week notice. They fire your ass and you pack your bags and you lose access to your computer. Even we saw during the whole, um, when they were doing all the layoffs, the girls were waking up, stretching, <clears throat> making their morning coffee, going to the gym, came home, opened their laptop, and they didn't have access to their accounts. You see what I'm saying? Very true. So it's like I see what you're saying. I give I give two minute notices. I'm telling you now, and as soon as we get off this call, girl, I'm out of here. <laughs> and that's just that. um getting drunk at a at a uh, work holiday party. No, oh my gosh, no! I I learned this from the best. Um, I had a mentor that worked at my job. Love her down. It's actually a guy. It's a guy. Love him down. But <laughs> he used to always say, he's a black guy. You know, being black in corporate is different than being white in corporate, honestly. Um, and he said, he told me, I got really f***ed up at this one party. We had just did a huge activation launch in New York and I came to the New York office. I got so f***ed up. It was insanity at the party because girl free wine girl it's no, just you all these free drinks him. i'm just huh you or him i got f***ed up yeah it was <laughs> bad it was really bad um i i handled uh-huh. it well but when i get drunk i talk too much like i start telling my personal business and i was doing all of that and he told me afterwards he was like look girl don't do that again he said what you this is the drink you order when you're at corporate events as a black person in corporate, he said, because you can't get drunk like how they can. And he told me, he said, get you club soda with the lime. They'll think it's a vodka tonic and tell them it's a vodka tonic because he said, when you don't tell them that you drink and they'll try to pressure you to get a drink, like, oh, drink, just get a drink, yeah. just get a drink. So after that, every holiday, every party I went to at work, I always just got a club soda with a lime. Her. I feel like um there was this girl on TikTok who was like giving the levels of drunk you can be at certain things. Like work events is like a one. Yeah. A two at most. Like your friend's wedding, seven. Yeah. You know? Um brunch ten. But I think like oh, I need I, to in see work that. you need to send me that. I'll I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. But like I feel like work especially work holiday parties where they like there's just like an open bar and all these things. It's so easy. Yes. It's so easy to just get sloppy. And like like you said, like being black in corporate America and being white in corporate America are two very different things. And things that you do would be see would just be deemed as like, what is that? It's ghetto. It's urban. It's, taste- it's ghetto. It's, right. and that's- it's tasteless. Yeah. And girl, that's what I was given in that night. Oof. That was one night for the books. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Work weekend retreats. Uh, work week in retreats. That sounds cute. Yes. Per. Um, standing desks. I live for that. I have one at my house. I live for the standing desk. Do you not like it? I, I just think, I, I'm like, 
I just don't know if I if I super love it. I would rather just not be working at all. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Like I don't care about a death No, I'm screaming. No, cause same. I would rather just not be working at all. That's where I stand. Um, okay, pencil skirts. Um, those are cute. I think that was yeah, it, it had an era. But I feel like there's like so many more fun ways people can dress to like corporate work as opposed to like just a skirt suit or like just a full suit. Like I think it's fun, cool ways to do yeah, it. Yeah, you can be like the fashion baddie, like the corporate baddie in the office, like that really eats with the outfits when she comes in. But I don't know, I just love a good sleek, minimalist, like I wish people could see what we're doing with our faces, but like just like cute, sleek. Just, um, I'm here. Just, I'm here. I'm living. It's me. I'm present. She's chic. She's classy. She's, she's class. Cool. She's elegant. It's maybe a Jimmy Shoe on my foot. And maybe a Tom Brown but suit. But it's simple. Sure. It's understated. You don't know. It's like, you know, I don't know. I feel like for me, I'm like so such a maximalist. Yeah, like, I know, girl. my life. <laughs> like, you know. I know. Y'all, for those who are listening, I have like... The wallpaper on my my apartment is gorgeous. Go on my Instagram, you'll see it. Um, but like, yeah, I feel like I'd be wearing like the most vibrant, craziest things to work, and they'll be like, "Girl, please leave." Okay, last one: Apple watches or a Rolex? Girl, be effing for real, honey. Because you maybe a, a Rolex can't count your steps. I was just about to say that if Rolex releases a watch that can like that can watch? track. Not a smartwatch. I don't think I would want a, a smartwatch Rolex. Um, if they could release a watch that could count your calories, girl. Listen, if anybody from, uh, if a Rolex representative is listening to this, when you make it, remember us. Period. <laughs> we want royalties, honey. Okay. But I have been loving um, the Apple Watch recently because um, I'm actually looking at my watch now. I've been liking it a lot recently because I didn't know that Hermes, so it's so me. I'm a mess. I didn't know they so banned. I, Girl, I've been doing anything to do. get that Birkin. I bought Harper, uh, <laughs> I bought Harper clothes from Hermes. I bought a dog dog bed. I bought dog like shampoo. I bought God bought dog so much. shampoo from Hermes. It's like the bomb, the um paw cream. That's what it is. Okay. Just buying too much. For a bag that I still don't have. No, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. It's it's giving this year. But the thing is that you have to find a good essay. One, two, period. For that to just be there. Um, I know. <laughs> and two, I think you have to go to Europe. I think I'm gonna. Where did you get yours? Dubai. Oh, girl, I'm gonna have to do that then. And how did that? I don't know if you can tell, like, explain the experience. Like, how did that work? Did you just go in and just? Girl, I went with my friend uh-huh. Chanel. And she's like known there. She's like the queen, you know. Oh, okay. And um, I walked in. I even walked in with like <laughs> I have another Hermes uh, bag that I wore wore in. I was like trying to be so chill and like, but I've been buying so much from the lip balm to the scarves to I the sandals the lip balms. to the. I have the scarf. Girl, I've been buying everything. I've been doing this for like since twenty. 20 and so then we walk in and you can't seem eager and all these things so you look around they ask you and they're like is there anything else you would like and i said um i would love to see a bag and they said oh and it was a good 15 minutes and then they pulled me back 
Here, I said, period. I didn't even, I said, you know, you, I think you can't, you can't be in the U.S. You have to travel and go to Europe, go somewhere else. And my essay is, he's phenomenal. Like, I had one essay and I dumped him. But my new essay, oh, oh. like, he's so phenomenal. Like, he's so phenomenal. But then I started to think, and maybe this is just me being, okay, we're going too much into this conversation, but I really just I have know, to I know, I, just, wait, I have to say this really quick. Sorry, guys. I wonder if this is, like, a real thing. Like, do you think that there just is discrimination because, like... Absolutely. They don't want us to have their bag because it's you know, the value of it. I I've think thought the, of that. The value of, of a Birkin is crazy right now. And like, um, the thing is that it became so accessible because like Cardi B pop was culture. getting like pop culture, like made Birkin such a thing. Like Cardi B was having Birkins every freaking month or, you know, and like, I think when it became accessible to us by us, I mean, black people, they wanted to make the goalpost even further, even harder mm. to, to get it. And I thought about that a lot because how have I spent three years just trying to get a bag. And I know there's a lot of people who have spent years and years and years. But, like, these friends of mine that I know who are not black, who have been, like, offered a bag. Same. Um, have you multiple. You know, like, so quickly. Get offered And multiple. I feel like we, I know, and I feel like, you know, I think we need to have, like, a podcast, um, like, another episode talking especially just about, like, luxury and, yes. and bags and all these things because I feel like it's confusing to some of you people. But, like, yeah. <laughs> the thing that happens with Hermes is that you have to have a specific amount of spend at their store Before for them to give you a Birkin. And I not, not I know that not everybody wants a Birkin, but I felt like it was, like, a really special and important thing for me and I wanted it so that I can pass it down to my kids and my, my little my you know my girls or, or you know hand it over to my mother um but like I had been spending quite a bit of money at Hermes and and spending quite some time with my essay trying to figure this out and so it was only it like I went to Dubai and then it like magically happened it doesn't happen to everyone but like shout out I've not worn it a lot because I just want her to be protected all the time but As we need to take our mess keep the bags on a date keep the yeah. quality together um but yes we will have you guys should comment um we will have another episode talking about all things luxury and fabulousness yeah, that's, that's, and i that feel like eats. i that eats because i feel like you're the perfect person to talk about this with <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My love, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us here at the Queen's Archives. We have welcomed you with a road full of roses and, and champagne being sprayed <laughs> everywhere, honey. So thank you so much for coming here. Um, if you can let the, the girlianas know, where can we find you? Like on the internet, in the streets, where are you? Yes, I can be found at I'm Dre Brown on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and if you just are more of a corporate, corporate, corporate baddie, <clears throat> you can follow me on LinkedIn too. 
And it's just my name, DeAndre Brown. Do you give the girls advice on, on LinkedIn? Yeah, I, I post on LinkedIn um, quite frequently where I just talk about, um, you know, work stuff. You should go look at my LinkedIn. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a message. I'll find you and send you a message. I, it's like not updated at all, but like I want to see your advice. Yeah. I actually have like such a good following on LinkedIn. It's so like loyal. And I've like, didn't, I never knew LinkedIn could, could be that, but LinkedIn is changing. I live. <clears throat> Go download LinkedIn, girl. No, LinkedIn is like, it, it became my dating site a little bit for me when <laughs> I was in corporate. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am about to scream. <laughs> no, I'm serious because I was so over Tinder and all these things. I even went on Raya, which is like this like celebrity dating thing. And like, I thought I would like find Bad Bunny or like Brad Pitt or something. Um, not Brad Pitt. Sorry. Not him. Other men. But then I was like, I was just over this. So I said, let me just go and see where, you know, I, I see exactly what I want. You can look for a lawyer. You can look for a doctor. You can look for a businessman. You can look for somebody who's like a venture capitalist and just go straight from there. So, honey, yeah, I was sliding in people's DMs on LinkedIn. I got a few Period. dates or whatever. So, I live. Her, so, you know. I <laughs> live so for it, girl. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sweetie, listen, um, this was fabulous. Thank you so much for being here with us. We appreciate you. We love you. Y'all, please go follow DeAndre and get y'all's life together, okay? He's going to get you together. But thank you, my love. Thank you. I'm so grateful that you took the opportunity to sit down and chat with me. I could cry. <laughs> this is great. No, yeah, but I really appreciate it. And yeah. We're out. Y'all, thank you so much again for listening. I'm your girl, Acheng Agutu. You can find me at No Ordinary Noir on Instagram and the TikToks. Hope you guys had so much fun listening to us. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. And I'll see y'all next week. Mwah. <laughs>